is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, doctors, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the Healthcare Wrap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists, where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door, where truth drops like an atom bomb and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week, we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Hey, welcome back to the Posse. We got Jared and we've got Peter. What's up, what's up, Jared? Peter, good to hear that voice of yours. How have you been? Well, how about yourself? I am doing fabulous. It's a, it's a fabulous day in Phoenix. We have gotten off track a little bit of talking about the Arizona weather. You know, when it was a big deal in the summer, that was the sort of a lot of conversation, mostly because we just didn't want to evaporate into the ether because it was 118, 119. So now here we are, and we're looking at a balmy 63 degrees. You know, and making it through the holidays has been awesome. Being with family has been great. I hope all of our listeners out there had a great holiday and getting ready to go into the new year here. We regenerated, kind of rejuvenated, regenerated. That's an interesting word to say regenerated because I hope a lot of the stuff that we talk about over the past, what is it now, 35 episodes or so, has resonated and regenerated you as a marketer, as a communicator in the healthcare forum. I mean, uh, I think it's opened my eyes up to a lot of things, and I didn't want to steal your thunder a little bit, but I think this is a great episode. I'm really looking forward to this because I think it's going to be a good look back. What do you, what do you think? Well, I wanted to congratulate you first and foremost for being a part of this uh, because guess what? This is We're wrapping up our first year of this. Yeah, it's been great. And I so appreciate you asking me to be a part of it. To tell you the truth, it's, um, I've learned a lot and, um, I'm, you know, from you, but also I've learned a lot from our listeners as well. Anytime we ask for feedback, it's been great. And then the, the special guests that we've brought in have been amazing. And I know we're going to have a good one to start the year off coming up here pretty soon too. I'll let you, uh, introduce that at some point. But I, I just think 2019 is going to be even better for healthcare rap. And um, I'm just really happy that um, we got this off the ground and, and big kudos to you for doing that. So thank you. Do you think it's too much to say 2019 will be the year of the rap? I mean, no, that I like it too, too bold, like too, too big of a vision. If people, their day-to-day lives, if the healthcare rap is more a part of their day-to-day life, you know, is that, is that too much to feel like that's where this is headed? What's bold, really? I mean, it's all subjective at this point, but I know rap is here to stay, and uh, let's just keep this thing going into into the new year. Awesome. Well, I have the perfect way to do that. Why don't we talk about our rap battle, the very last rap battle of the year? All right, let's do this. Rap battle! All right, listeners, 
those of you, we, we call you the posse because we genuinely, we are a family. We love engaging with you guys. Hit us up on Twitter. We're at Healthcare Wrap. Hit us up on LinkedIn. Peter and myself, we are both out there. We are constantly talking, engaging, commenting, and we love just hearing like what you have to say. It has shaped and molded already a lot of the conversations and the guests that we brought on. So keep that coming for sure. So if you yeah. are a listener, hit that subscribe button or you know wherever it is you might be listening on a mobile device like about half of our listeners are it's surprising i actually thought more more would be listening on a mobile device but you know what maybe that's that's an example of me projecting how i act assuming everyone behaves the same so you know there there i go i should i should know that but it's a pretty close mix in terms of who's listening from a laptop or a pc versus a mobile device it is interesting. I mean, I, I love listening to our own episodes as I'm driving through the desert to my work. So it's, it's interesting where people get their information, you know? It really is. It really is. So part of that journey about getting information, we hope there's some information that's useful for you today in a rap battle, which is a segment, as most of you know, where we challenge an assumption about healthcare marketing. This is where we really dig in and we just say, you know what, we are, that assumption is driving into a back alley somewhere and then we are pulling in from the other side of that alley. We all get out and we, we, we tussle in the dirt. We, we, give it, <laughs> we, we give it some battle. We, we, we do our best to show why assumptions are not correct. That's how we change right. the status quo. Today, That's we're right. talking about action, about taking action. We're talking about, do we just need to talk about stuff? We're challenging the assumption that it's fun to talk about this stuff, but that it's not going to really lead us anywhere. That we can just have fun in our little echo chamber and not really change anything about the way we do stuff. Well, guess what, folks? Right. Guess what? <laughs> the whole point of this, we're grateful that you're listening with this, but the whole point of this is to spur some action and to change the status quo that's out there. And so what we're going to talk about today is really where are we headed? Where are we now? After talking about this for the better part of a year, like you said, Peter, we've had some some amazing guests. We have had some really fun discussions, and there's a couple that stick out to me, and maybe those are starting points because my goal today is really to reflect on where are we now, how is it different than where we were before? Because mm-hmm. if, if for those you know who have been on this journey with us the whole time or most of the time, our very first episode was called "Is Healthcare Marketing Dead." And lest you think I'm going to go episode by episode and, and recap things because that was my, my goal to not do that. I just want to show that, that was step one. I'm not going to show steps two through 35. I'm just going to show that's where the first step was. We were literally debating, like, what do we market and who do we target? What's the marketer's role and how it's different in healthcare? And it feels like, especially with some of our recent guests, we've had Craig Karchner on from Honor Health. We had Andrew Hanley talking about consumers' attention, especially online. We've had Robert Rose. We've had Ben Dillon. We've had Chris Pace. We've had Dan Dunlop, James Gardner. I mean, so first and foremost, shout out to many of our guests out there. But yeah, my goodness, we've had some amazing, amazing guests. We had Megan Johnson just last week talking about generational differences in the workplace. So you add up all these pieces and where does it take us? Well, I feel like it's taking us to a place where the action that we have to take is going to be a little challenging or a lot challenging because we now know if there was any doubt that the way that we market has to change 
that we don't even have a choice, that it's changing around us and we can either choose to be part of that or we're going to be left behind, that it's only been confirmed. I agree. And I, I think the hard part with that is if you've been a listener from the beginning or you came in the middle or you just started, you know, I think the hard part too is we've given a lot of information, as you said, over these last, you know, 30 some episodes. And I think the hard part will be to be a change agent, to employ these things that we've been talking about so passionately for the better part of a year. Sometimes you're not in the position to make those changes. You know, sometimes you're not in a leadership role. We understand that. That can be the challenge. But we're hoping that, you know, by listening to this podcast on a, you know, regular or semi-regular basis, that you will get enough ideas you will feel like you've been empowered. You will feel like you're not just a kind of a one person on an island that there, this is best practice items that, and, and practices that are going on and that you will have the wherewithal to be able to, whether it is write up a proposal, write a memo, call your boss aside and, and say, we can do better. These are the things that we're hoping we've kind of empowered you to do or to, to kind of get you lathered up to do because that's what we're here for is we're trying to make things better in an industry that has is slow to change, but also is, a, is very needed. We talked about AI. We talked about all the content marketing. We've talked about tons of different things that are kind of going through metamorphoses as the year has gone on or the, even in the past couple of years. And, and the change is crazy. And I think just kind of having this forum where you hear us talk about this on a you know, regular basis that it will empower you and help you get to that next level. And who knows, maybe it'll be something that, you know, you make a change at your organization, your hospital, your, your pharma company, whatever it happens to be. And um, maybe it's the start of great things for you guys. And, and we'd sure love if, if you did that and something worked at your organization that you could, you could get back to us and let us know. And heck, maybe we could have you on as, as guests at some point. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we like guests. We really do. You think about things like, one you just mentioned, we used to use the, the hashtag marketing forward at one point. We were talking about how the, it's this whole new change in how we do marketing. And it's for a reason. I mean, I don't really feel like the problem for healthcare marketers, like the number one thing that's at the top of my list is knowing how to build an Alexa skill. I don't think it's really knowing how often and at what times to post on Instagram. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is that there's still an overall lack of understanding and preparation for digital. I think the problem is still that we use that old marketing playbook. The, the one that says that ask, I feel like we still use the old marketing playbook that says advertising is the answer to everything. I feel like yeah. the answer is that there are too many competing priorities. There are too many expectations. We've talked at length about how we are, as marketers, are expected to be the best in class in every class. You know, that, those kinds of expectations... Uh, have have gradually come out there and it's because of experiences we have with other parts of our lives. And so it's all melding together into this convergence of life and experiences. And when that means experience with a brand, then we have to think about like what what is a brand itself and how do we build it? We've talked about this before, but if we kind of package it up a little bit, I feel like it's pretty solid. I feel like it's really clear that it doesn't matter how much healthcare technology and innovation happens and empowering of patients happens. It, it definitely doesn't matter how much healthcare innovation happens if, uh, number one, if providers don't buy it, number two, if, if they don't use it, and number three, if, if patients don't want it. 
marketing used to only play the promotion card and maybe the pricing and packaging cards. You know, we talk about the four P's originally. Well, marketing's gotten away in a lot of ways from those other pieces and they've focused on the promotional piece as social media has evolved, as digital technologies have evolved, as apps have come out. And as we've learned that the way we consume all information is almost entirely different than it was before the iPhone hit the market and before Twitter and Facebook existed. So this is a relatively new ride, but that's why we're in this for the long haul. And that's why marketing needs to pivot away from utter irrelevance. The more we still look to advertising as the first answer. And again, we've also made this distinction that advertising has its place in our campaigns. You have to spread awareness. You know, you have to let people know, especially when there are retail aspects of what we're doing, when there's something that's different, when there's something, a, a promotion in one way or another, something that we want people to focus on and they didn't know before and something that is going to make a quick action or a quick difference in their life. Yeah, there are places for advertising. But for too long, that was the only answer. It was the primary function of marketing. And now we know that's different. I don't know. What, what do you think? I agree. I think as marketers now, there are so many more things that you need to be aware of, but also you have to kind of, um, you have to kind of pump up some different skills. And we talked about this. I can't even remember what episode it was, but it's kind of this idea of in marketing, you kind of have to have it's that one-two punch now of that analytical and creative. It's said in another way, head and heart. You know, I think it was mainly heart more than head, maybe even a couple decades ago. But with going digital now and with the amount of information that is available at a marketer's fingertips, it's incumbent upon us to, to call it into play. I'm a huge fan, proponent, whatever you want to call me, of Content Marketing Institute and, and everything that they do there. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, even the magazine that they do, CCO, uh, Chief Content Officer, and being at this year's past content marketing world, a couple things came out and resonated even back when Robert Rose was on for us, you know, about truth being kind of the, the North Star, if you will, for, for marketing going forward and for content marketing, but also kind of this idea that, and it's prevalent in all of their stuff that I said, like I said, is coming out from CMI is the idea that it's not enough to just be creative anymore. And you need to be able to utilize analytics and metrics, you know, through evaluations, through meetings, through talks, they've adjusted their content, if you will, to all of the other content marketers around the, you know, the nation and, and globally that they reach that you need to get on board if you're not already with analytics. Now, I will say it is really, I think, nice when you have analytics people on your team, because if you've never done it before, that can be challenging. But I think just to be open to it and to use it so that you're not just leading with your heart and it's not, you know, there's no head behind it or anything like that. I think that's important. And that's one of my biggest takeaways at the end of this year as well, is to, is to just really embrace kind of factual information so that you can back up your campaigns, you know, whether they did well or they did great. I think it's nice to have some, some backing on that. Everybody wants their content to work, but if you're not careful, it'll drive you berserk. You need the right partner, but where to begin? Use True North Custom, that's how you win. In healthcare content marketing, gotta try something new because innovation is king. True North Custom, they're the bomb. Check it at truenorthcustom.com. 
Hey, we have a new exclusive giveaway from our partners, True North Custom. We're giving a branded infographic to Healthcare Wrap listeners. This is a $1,500 value. This digital asset can be used to promote key service lines as well as provide your communities with engaging health and wellness information. It can be shared via your blog, social media, and other channels. Visit bit.ly slash healthcare wrap two today. That's bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number two to select your free infographic from the True North Custom Library. It's time for you to spread the awesome. Remember bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number two. Tell your whole crew. I'm with you. I feel like, you know, let's take some time to reflect on where we are compared to where we were yeah, a year ago, right? In our reactions and our position on owned media versus paid and earned. And see if that distribution between the three, if it's the same or we feel the need and the, the, the pull to create more owned media. Because I, for one, I feel like that's valuable. That's the conversation that I want to have with myself. Because, I mean, let's, let, let's face it. You know, we've got to pivot market away from utter irrelevance. That is where it's headed if it doesn't change. And guys, like, this is going to be painful. It's going to be hard. It's going to make... That's what's going to take though. Like it's, it's going to be hard, but we've got to change marketing. We don't have a choice. Traditional marketing, it, it got to be fairly easy, relatively, meaning it, it used to be a media buy for a certain number of ad impressions. And yeah, this is inspired by reading Beth Gaten's new book called This Is Marketing, which every single one of you right now, if that's not in your stocking this year, or if, if you haven't cracked that thing open right now, go order that thing on Amazon right now. It's called This Is Marketing. Drop whatever you're doing. I'm telling you, like he's captured a lot of thoughts that have that we've talked about in other places, but it's even more profound. It's even more urgent to to think about this way. That and that's how marketing used to be. It used to be, you know what you, you knew for the most part what you were gonna get, but you were also relying on the ad agency or the media buyer to tell you you're basically just paying for certain ad impressions for a number. And it was a simple transaction and most of the the time and effort spent in marketing was trafficking and creating the creative. So it was a controlled process. It was the same as predictable. Now, the fact that that attention that we earn from paid media is going away, it's just channeling into other places. That's what's driving this. The more we recognize that, I feel like I, for one, I'm in, I am in a different place where if I wasn't, if I was on the fence about how much time to devote to owned media content marketing, in other words, versus paid, then it's a very clear direction now. If it was fuzzy at all, now it's perfectly clear. <laughs> yeah. I think the other thing I wanted to add too, that 2019 is kind of, is going to be an interesting year. But what I learned at the end of this year and, and that, that I hope to practice going into 2019 is there's a dangerous, there's a dangerous word in terms of marketing and it's, it's word consistency. And you think, oh, well, that's a, that's a positive word. Well, I think there was a time, maybe even two to three years ago, maybe just a little bit more, maybe five, that, you know, content became this kind of thing that you do. And, and it was, uh, you know, it was, it was quantity versus quality. And now with, again, the ability to hyper target and be more judicious in who we, get this message out to when we know our target markets and we know the demographics and we look at the heat maps and we look at who's buying, who's not, you know, all of those things that, you know, as I said before, analytics will help us with the word consistency takes on a new meeting, new meaning. And as marketers, 
we should embrace this. And, and, and I go back to what I was saying before. If you have embraced, embraced analytics, here's a reason why. It took me like almost a whole year to figure this out. If you embrace analytics, you might be saving yourself a lot of extra work. And that word consistency might take on new meaning for you. Meaning that in, when you were doing your marketing and you, you subscribed to this idea of consistency where you're just slamming out stuff day after day after day and you didn't know if it was any good, but you just had to check boxes and you knew, you knew the doctors that wanted the stuff out there or you knew the program directors wanted out there or the hospital wanted out there. Now you can kind of step back, use analytics, and you can be more purposeful in the content and that you market. And I think by using analytics, we can move from this kind of a consistency to almost kind of a manageable consistency. And again, flip back to quality versus quantity. Because for a while, it was just get everything we can out there on a daily basis, hourly basis, minute basis with Twitter and everything else out there. Now we can take a step back. We can breathe a little bit by using analytics and metrics in an ongoing basis and be more purposeful and go to a kind of a manageable consistency, if you will. And I think that was something that I, through all of our podcasts and, and reading comments from you guys, I've kind of come to that realization going into 2019 that maybe that'll be a, a better way to do some marketing. So I'm curious if there are any actions that are kind of at the forefront of your mind, at the top of your list that you see yourself doing a little differently in 2019 after you know, going on this journey? I, well, for me, I think it's, I think it's a, a lot about kind of shifting focus from, from kind of just kind of, just kind of uh, shooting information out there to where you think people want it to making sure that these are the definite people, but then shifting the, the content, if you will, the marketing content, if you will, to be very specific. So it basically shifts accordingly so that now you're reaching people at a very kind of intimate level, if you will. And in doing so, you save money, right? You don't, you're not just buying massive lists and, and just praying, spraying and praying. You're becoming more hyper-focused on that particular audience. And, and again, this is, this is big for healthcare because there's so many different disease types and techniques and things like that that, are, that span a health system. And you have to be able to talk directly to the families that are being affected by whatever disease type it is or whatever sickness that they're dealing with. And I, I, think, I think it's a matter of what I feel like I want to change is, is learning about those things on the front end and delving into the numbers so that my strategy then is, is airtight, if you will. And it's not as much about leads, it's more about conversions. I saw that in a number of places about what 2019 is going to be about. So it's not just enough to just kind of like get someone interested. It's about saying something that resonates with them because you did the research and it's like putting your arm around them rather than just coming up to them on the street. This is you putting your arm around them saying, I know what, what you're going through. And I think that jump makes a heck of a lot more business case than just kind of like, hey, I want to talk to you about this. That used to work, I think. But again, through analytics and through what is available out there to marketers and to you know marketing analytics folks, we can become a little bit more intimate with our potential customers. So we could play, if you're up for this, I, I, I got a quick kind of made this up on the spot. We can play a quick like little word association game. 
get you up for this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Might as well, right? You are always up for trying something new. That's one thing I always oh. think about you, Peter. So <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you a word. You just give me the first thing that pops in your mind. Okay. You good? I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I'll give it a shot. I think we did something similar to this, like the very first episode where we were getting to know each other, helping the audience uh, learn to know us a little bit more as hosts. <laughs> That's what was kind of funny about, about this. So let, let's see what we do with this. Uh, okay, no, number one word, audiences. The first thing that pops in my mind is is demographics. Okay. Empathy. Storytelling. Results. Conversions. New customers. Okay, I think that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hit some of those for you? Yeah, there was no right answer on these. I, I was wondering, you know, where, yeah, just where we were at this point. And, and I think those gave us some good things. Tell me why you said storytelling in regards to empathy. That's a, you know, it's funny that you asked that. I, I will just say before I answer that, that I bet you, if you would ask me 35 episodes ago, the first podcast, I'd probably have vastly different answers, honestly. Um, that just goes to show you kind of how I've even been evolving as a healthcare communications and marketer over the, the course of this year. But to go back to your question, empathy to me is, I, I think from a, and, and again, we're in this, you know, healthcare marketing mode here. We're in this healthcare communications mode. But when I think of empathy, I think the best way to create empathy is to be in someone else's shoes. And that's almost kind of, it's in a way almost what the, the, the meaning of the word is. So when we say empathy, I oftentimes think, how can we, how can you empathize with somebody, you know, when you're a marketer, other than to then, then to tell a story that of a patient or something that happened at your hospital that fits what they're going through or what they're experiencing. So that's, that it just popped into my head, but I think that that's the best way, uh, one of the best ways that healthcare marketers can get on a level with prospective patients and patient families is to be empathetic through storytelling. I love it. And I think that's a good place for us to kind of wrap up the rap battle because if we say, where are we now? Like what actions are we going to take? Well, any actions that lead us to more empathy, that's a good place to be. So a great place to, to wrap up here too, as well on the rap battle. So way to go. Killed it again. Yep. Killed it. Back alley. Nice job. Shout out. I'm going to turn the time over to you because we got a special shout out and it's from Peter. It's on behalf of both of us. So we wanted to you know, wrap up the show this way. Take it away. Yeah, you know, we've been doing shout outs for pretty much a good many of the episodes. And honestly, we say it a lot. We say it almost at the end of every, every podcast. But I, the true shout out here is to all the folks that have been listening to us, that have subscribed to our podcast. We started this without any idea really of who would listen, how many people would listen. We just knew that for us, it was it was almost a cathartic thing to start it. You know, Jared approached me and about it and had this great idea. I give him all the credit on that. And like I just said, I my answers to his to his um, words that he threw out there might have been vastly different and would have been vastly different a year ago or a little less than a year ago. And I hope that we've done that, you know, as well for all of you listeners. And we just are, you know, from both of us, we're very very humbled by all the people that have had such great things to say and have joined us and subscribed to to this podcast we hope that we continue to give you guys great information and 
and we hope that you stay along for the ride and, and then recruit other people to listen because again it's not like we're going to become jimmy fallon overnight or anything like that that's not our goal our goal is to really create a forum where we can all talk where we can all feel like we're not on an island we're not abandoned in our, our teams but that we can this is a great place where we can mix and match ideas and, and talk about best practices and what frustrates us and what gets us up in the morning to come into work so the long way of saying this is that we're just really want to give you a shout out and we're just really happy and proud of all the people that are loyal listeners and, and we hope we get more as we go forward and thank you to everyone that's, that's gone on the ride with us yeah it was a positive two when we started on episode one mm-hmm. you're right it was now we'll just say it's it's a lot bigger than that folks and all of you who are listening are part of that we love hearing from you so on behalf of Peter and myself, you know, we want to thank you for this first year. This is just the first one. This is just the beginning. We have some really new and exciting places we're taking the program in 2019, which we'll be excited to share at the beginning of the year. And we want to thank all of our guests who have joined. I think we mentioned them earlier. We just want to thank everyone who's been a part of this. Again, let us know because the empathy that we've been talking about isn't just empathy for stakeholders that we're marketing to or on behalf of. We have empathy for you as those who are in the trenches, as our field, our industry and marketing is changing, and as healthcare itself is changing, as everything around us keeps evolving, the more we stick together, the more that we lean on each other for answers and recognize that we don't have to have all the answers ourselves, the more that we realize that and we realize that the expectations that have been put on us because of all these changes are sometimes unfair. The reality is those are still the expectations. There are amazing, innovating things that are happening out there that you are involved in, you listeners. And that's what we want you to know that we recognize all that. And together we are building this community slowly and we'll be continuing to do that in the new year. So on behalf of Peter and myself, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much. And hey, that's a wrap. <laughs>